0: My proven method shows you how to attract cash paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to Confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away. If you are ready to take Instagram seriously and use this platform as a business tool, download my free Instagram guide. I walk you through part of my proven methods so you can start taking action and attracting your ideal client via social media marketing. Grab my freebie found on my website or show notes at LibbyRothschild.com. I'm here today with Aaron Berger, a dietitian and personal trainer based in Houston, Texas. Erin started her private practice, The Houston Nutritionist, last year. She specializes in helping clients with weight loss through nutrition counseling and workouts that can be done at home or in an apartment gym. Where can we find you on social media and online, Erin?
1: Yeah, so my website is thehoustonnutritionist.com and my Instagram is Houston Nutritionist.
0: Fantastic. Excellent. Well, welcome. I'm happy to have you here and share your journey. So if you could first dive into... Talking about your nutrition philosophy with both nutrition and fitness, like what's your point of view? Where do you
1: stand? Yeah, absolutely. So my main thing is I kind of want to make it fun for my clients, especially when it comes to fitness. I have a background in doing like group fitness classes, which is so fun, like high energy and everything. Um, So I want to have a good time with my clients, especially when we're working out, um, helping them with their fitness plans, whether it's in person or virtual, I want to make it fun and I want to make it something that they can easily fit into their life. Um, and same thing with nutrition. I never want my clients to feel like they have to go on a crazy crash diet or anything. I, I help them learn like the basics of nutrition along with portion control, balanced meal planning, um, like identifying their hunger cues and how to apply that to their life to help them make, make healthy habits to get to their weight loss goals. And my main philosophy is kind of summed up in three words, educate, empower, and encourage. I want to educate my clients on what will work for them to help them lose weight, empower them to actually implement those changes, and then encourage them to keep it up um, for however long they work with me and, and beyond that too.
0: That's fantastic. And because you're a personal trainer and dietitian, how has incorporating the, those two aspects of your education helped your client find results or, you know, a- achieve the results that she wants faster?
1: Right, yeah. So I really appreciate kind of both backgrounds of my education—the nutrition and the fitness—because they go so hand in hand. You know, sometimes I'll see clients that they have no fitness background, but maybe their diet's more in check, or vice versa. Um, so it's really nice that I've been able to kind of bring those two together. So instead of having to have one dietitian or their nutritionist and their personal trainer and their group fitness instructor, it's like I can kind of do all of that for them. Um, I feel like I've been able to help more people and like a comprehensive way compared to when I was just a dietitian or just a trainer. Um, Now I can, I can help them with everything.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that combination. I have that combination as well. So I, I feel for you.
1: I love that background.
0: (laughs) And, and so speaking of combining those two, what has been more difficult than you would have thought? And what has been easier than you would have thought being a dietitian certified personal trainer and offering a service to fuse the two?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question. So probably one of the difficulties, especially since I am kind of newer to my private practice is like the marketing side of it. I want to make sure that, um, I'm being clear. Some, some of my posts may be more nutrition focused. Some of them may be more fitness focused, but I want to make sure that my clients understand like, Hey, I can help you with both if you need it. So kind of more on the business side of it, that may be a struggle that I run into is just kind of like the marketing side. But, um, I, but again, going back to something that's that's been kind of easy is just the combination, you know, having the, the two backgrounds together, just being able to help them in so many so many other ways than just when I was a trainer, just when I was a dietitian. It's, it's really helped to bring those two together.
0: Yeah, really, really dynamic combination. And so let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a natural fit. So I get yeah. it. And I love mm-hmm. that. And I love how you fused your brand. So c- can you talk about the whole marketing and business side since you said, you know, you you mentioned that that can be tricky. So can you talk about your evolution about where you started out versus now in your business and how your marketing process has improved and evolved?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So when I first started, um, Oh gosh, (laughs) I was all over the place. Didn't have an Instagram had kind of a crappy website that, (laughs) um, just didn't have a lot of detail about what, what I was offering. I wasn't even really sure what I was offering. I would do Every once in a while, I would have someone referred, referred to me and we would do like a one hour session. I would never hear from them again. Um, I wasn't good about following up. They wouldn't follow up. Um, I wasn't offering packages or anything just really wasn't even sure what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to help people. And that's kind of where it ended. I was like, I just want to help people. (laughs) Um, but especially after working with you, I realized, okay, I need to kind of niche down. I can't, I can't help everybody. Let's find something that I'm good at, something that I like. And focus on those people, finding those ideal clients. So I started my Instagram. Um, it was still, you know, kind of disorganized. Um, I think I was more focused on just getting followers instead of actually posting stuff that would help people, <laughs> which I feel like a lot of people may may run into that as well. Um, so I just tried to get more clear on what do I want to help these people with? And I decided, okay, Houstonians um, in my area who want to lose weight. So I said, okay, let's go with that um, and started making my content more geared towards that. um, I post a lot of workout videos. I post just like, um, tips and tricks on like how to lose weight, portion sizes and all that kind of stuff. So I had to, I had to really define what, what my ideal client was and how my posts can actually help them. So, um, it's still a work in progress. I'm still always trying to come up with new ideas of how I can help my followers the best, but I, I think I'm I'm a lot more clear than when I first started. I was kind of all over the place. So <laughs> well, you
0: are you are a lot more clear. And before we started working together, you weren't even the Houston um, nutritionist, and you've oh, niched down. No. To location, which is a fantastic. I'm a huge fan of location niches. And so what you're trying to do is drive business for home gyms, or I mean, obviously virtual too, um, yeah. but getting people in Houston to know who you are and be recognized as a premier personal trainer, nutritionist in the area. So can you talk about how we, we've mentioned the content and the process has been more clear and what about like marketing and well sales? How has that evolved since you've been able to have the ideal client be more clearly defined?
1: Yeah. So when I first started, I was getting little to no interest when it came to actually making sales on Instagram or even through my website. Um I, I no one was really DMing me. I wasn't getting a lot of comments. Um, you know, people would like my posts, but there was really nothing that was making them interested in, in working with me. So, um, I, I make sure now in all of my posts, I have, I have that call to action at the end. I let them know, Hey guys, I am taking clients. If you're looking for this, this, and that click the link in my bio, I have my client application up there. And I've gotten so much more traffic and that's where I've gotten, I think all but one lead as of recently, um, is from people clicking on the link in my bio, my client application and every, yeah, yeah. Every single post, I encourage them to check that out if, if they want to work with me.
0: Fantastic. So your process is getting people to be attracted to your content from Instagram and then go from your content to click on the link in bio, book a sales call, and then on the sales call, sell into your services. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. So let's take it just a step back when it comes to your content. I want to know if you could just share one or two tips about your process with making better content. Like how did you know? How did you work through it? Like walk us through that evolution.
1: Yeah. Um, So when I first started, I noticed I was posting stuff that I liked, (laughs) Um, stuff that I thought would get likes stuff that maybe I wanted to see, but I'm not really my ideal client, you know? So I had to, um, the, the few posts that I did have that I felt did really well. I kind of looked at my, my insights on Instagram and saw, okay, who's liking this, who, who followed from this, how many website clicks did I get? Um, and now I, I really pay attention to those posts. I document them and kind of try to imitate them. If it was, let's say a a fat blasting workout or something that I posted and, and I got a lot of people that really love that or DM me about it. I'll try to do more things like that. Um, so yeah, basically just paying attention to what works well, what people like, what is actually helping my ideal client and then planning around that. I have a little notebook where I kind of do sketches of what I want, like my cover cover posts to look like if it's a video um quotes or things that I may come up with that I think it might be motivational um food ideas that I might want to post about I just I'm very visual so I like to draw it all out write it all out um I'll I'll take time to kind of film my videos take pictures edit them I use the plan app that I heard about from you um and then I'll post it post it to Instagram so it's just a lot more organized than when I first started for sure
0: And so how has your... uh, Thank you for sharing that. And I can see that the work has transformed. So a couple questions uh, to follow up. Firstly, if you could talk a little bit about using video and the power of using video, because for those of you that don't follow Erin, and obviously you will if you're not, right? (laughs) She's awesome. Um, How has that... How did you get the courage to do video and how has that helped you increase applications for people to be attracted to book a call with you? And then the second piece would be how have you been able to shift your mindset from taking Instagram as just a hobby, a visual platform that's fun to being a business tool that generates leads and helps you sell?
1: Yeah, yeah. So Um, I think the video aspect, I kind of got the idea for that from seeing people that I followed personally. I love working out. I work out a lot myself and, um, other females, especially that I was following, they were posting workout ideas, um, for things that were even my own goals, like weightlifting stuff. So I said, Hey, maybe I could kind of apply this to my ideal client, maybe someone that's trying to lose weight. And, It, you know, it was a little uncomfortable at first, you know, having to set up a camera, film myself, go back and watch it. Like no one likes to see themselves on camera, but, um, I, that's, that's what people wanted to see. You know, I, my, my workout videos are by far my most popular posts. They get the most engagement, the most reach. And, um, that's what I think is really, really helping people. And when I saw that, that is what encouraged me to keep doing it and to get comfortable in front of the camera. Um, I don't really use social media a lot, even in my personal life. You know, a lot of people, they post all the time, selfies, whatever, and I'm just not that person. So it was, you know, it was weird at first, but when I saw, Hey, the people that I'm trying to help, this is helping them when I do this. So I'm going to get over myself (laughs) and I'm going to do it. And it's, it's really, it's become really fun now, honestly. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been good to kind of transform my mindset that way.
0: Your mindset has hugely transformed. (laughs) Like day and night, that's incredible, and I, yeah. I'm glad that you, you're using video. And I like the fact that you are inspired by video. It gets reach, and you continue it, and you've even you know improved the design of your video with time, right? As you've taken Instagram yes. more seriously as a business tool. Definitely. And then the second piece would be for the mindset aspect. What tip do you have for other dietitians about how they can improve their mindset? We're all at every level. We're all working on improving our mindset. But for those who are either just starting out or maybe they're not sure which content resonates most or are they're feeling inspired but a little disconnected from how-to, what would you suggest to that listener?
1: I would say just to be confident in yourself. You spent a lot of time in school. Um, maybe you're still in school and you know how hard you're working. Um, Graduation is coming up or whatever it might be. Um, even if you've been a dietitian for a long time, you got to give yourself that credit of how hard you worked. You are an expert in what you're doing. Um, and to just, just run with it. You can help a lot of people if you just get out of your own way and, and just make the decision to help them. Even if it makes you uncomfortable, you know, there's, there's no way that you're going to wait, pause. Um, Oh, one thing that I tell my clients a lot is you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's something that I have to remind myself all the time.
0: (laughs) It's great. Yeah. And and when your clients see you breaking through your comfort levels, it inspires them because nobody just starts video and feels like a movie star, right? We all have to work through it. And we all <laughs> exactly. started from zero. And I think the more that us women get out there on video, whether it's on our feed and you're actually educating, showing an exercise, or it's just your face and you're talking to people in your stories. That's what's going to help them connect with you more and want to hire you, especially if you're educating them with something they're going to pay you for, which is an ec- an exercise, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So it's almost like a little sneak peek of what they could achieve, what they could get even more of if they work with me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you reframe it like that, it's easier to break through um, the stories we tell ourselves in our head, right? I'm not good enough yet. Or I talk weird or whatever things that people tell me. And I get it. You're know, you uncomfortable because we're all awkward and embarrassed with ourselves at the beginning and even at the middle. But we have to break through, not for us, but for our clients right? and for our ideal clients and the people out there who want our help that don't know we exist unless if we show them and talk to them and let them know that we're a real human being just like they are.
1: Yeah. No, that's so true. I really identify what you just said. They don't know that we exist unless we get out there. And it, it sounds kind of silly, but you have to remind yourself of that. They You don't want to just be someone behind a computer that they can't identify with. You want to be yeah. this person that is actually there for them and has a great service to offer.
0: Yeah. And it all goes back to creating content for them and creating a business for them. And that's what's helped you grow your business is thinking about your ideal client. So I really think this conversation goes full circle, whether we're talking yeah. about a video, content strategy stories, or, or whatever you're doing, it's, it's all about solving the problem for them. Um,
1: exactly
0: so you told us about you know your visual you like to write out your content you also like to see what content does best so that you can produce more of that which is fantastic and it's obviously working well for you and helping you increase sales so when it comes to stories what is your take on that do you have like any tips or um, how do you use stories to build a know like and trust
1: Yeah. So stories lately, I'm, you know, still trying to get better with them, still trying to do them more often that I would say that might be something that I struggle with a little bit in my business, but, um, especially going through the group program with you, seeing other dietitians that were getting on their stories, even when I knew they were uncomfortable too. I was like, okay, that's, it inspired me, you know? So just for example, like day to day, I post a lot of, um, Like what I'm doing, like, especially with the quarantine going on right now, um, just day-to-day stuff, whether it's whatever I'm doing for activity today, you know, a lot of us don't have access to our gym. So I'll post, okay, I'm going on a two mile walk with my dogs or, okay, here's, here's what I ate after the walk. Um, I tend to have kind of the same meals over and over. So sometimes I'll make like a joke about it on my story so people can kind of see, see what I'm like and see what, what I enjoy and what my day-to-day looks like. Um, so another thing I like to do sometimes are doing like questions or polls, like that little, um, app yeah. it, the, the little thing that you can use on your stories. I'll ask people sometimes, Hey, what do you want to see in my workout videos? Um, what do you want to see me post about? Something as, as straightforward as that, because I I want to help my clients with, or even potential clients with what they want to see. Um, so exactly. I've been kind of taking this weird quarantine time <laughs> to my advantage. Like, what do you guys want to see? What would keep you motivated during this weird time? Posting motivational quotes. That's something that I've been using my stories for a lot recently.
0: And how? And that's I really like that. And that just shows how strong your mindset is. You know, with the quarantine, you're you're taking an opportunity to dig deeper and find out what they want. So my follow-up question to that would be: How is your audience responding? Are they helping tell you how you can better help them?
1: I tend to do get quite a few responses when I post like an open-ended question, um, and it's really helpful. You know, it gives me good feedback on yeah. on, on what they're looking for. Because sometimes, yeah, I used to think I could only get feedback from people who were already my clients. You know, like oh, I have to get like a exit interview almost from, from my previous clients, but no, I can get it from people who are even just potential clients or just interested followers. So it's been really helpful in that way.
0: Yeah, and, and that's that's fantastic that you're asking those questions, and I think that's good feedback for the listeners. And so, it, just as a to close out the the stories conversation and about marketing and and looking beyond just a typical exit interview with a client to get more feedback. Do you have one or two tips for the listeners as far as how they can build the new like and trust since we all know that that can help you market and sell faster in your business?
1: Yeah, I would encourage to do um, videos, just holding your phone in front of you, talking, talking, um, I made one this morning that I, I haven't posted yet but just me walking my dogs just talking about my plan for the day or what I'm gonna eat or what I'm doing for physical activity and sometimes if I feel uncomfortable I'll put like a funny little emoji or something along with with my video you know so it's something that's kind of silly or distracting or cute to where I feel like not so uncomfortable it's just me standing there talking <laughs> um, but to kind of make it fun and um, make it almost interactive for the viewers as well so yeah I think posting little quick videos about, maybe what your services are, um, just just talking about yourself and what you can offer these people.
0: Super helpful. And I think all of us can apply that tip and just use video more um, to share something as simple as our day, walking our dog, and then even a little bit more specific as explaining our services and the outcome of our services. So last couple questions here, Erin, if you could talk about anything with this, you talked about marketing a lot and how your marketing has improved and how you've been able to have more clarity with finding out what your ideal client wants in your business. What have you learned about sales or what tip would you give a listener who doesn't think it's possible to make sales from social media marketing or who's new in our business and is just looking for some inspo?
1: I would say, first of all, understand that it is completely possible. (laughs) It is 100% possible. I was one of those people that thought there, I mean, everyone has an Instagram. There's no way that I'm going to make sales over Instagram. I need to have all these fancy marketing materials. I need to be going to these events. I need this fancy website. And the fact that I've used this free resource of Instagram to make sales is so awesome. (laughs) Um, So just first of all, know that it is possible. Set yourself up for success, research, work with someone like Libby (laughs) um, who can help you implement what you need to, to, to make those sales be clear in who you want to work with, be clear in what you're offering these people. Um, whether that's in your stories or your posts and know that, that it is, it is possible to make the sales. You just, you got to get out there.
0: (laughs) Yep. Fantastic. Got to get out there and got to do video. And how does it feel to make those sales?
1: Oh my gosh. So great. I went from someone that thought I was stuck in clinical forever. I was unhappy. I was just overwhelmed with all these ideas I had, had no idea how to implement them. And just making that first sale was, it was so amazing, you know, and it just kind of just starts to roll into other things from there and it'll just continue to grow.
0: Snowball, snowball effect, right? Because when you can make one exactly. sale, you can make many sales. And I love what you said about how Instagram is a free platform, and is great opportunity for you to use. And without, you don't need a fancy website. You don't need any. Um, you don't need paid ads. By the way, um, I don't teach paid ads. You can do sales and build your business just from social media marketing. It's a really powerful tool. So thank you for sharing your story. Lastly, I wanted to ask what's next in your business. What can we expect from you or is it a surprise?
1: (laughs) Well, I have so many ideas. Um, Just trying to decide what's the most feasible for me right now. My main thing right now is just meeting my sales goals for the next few months. You know, I want to continue getting clients through my Instagram, um, just really focusing on that. By the end of this year, I'd love to have, whether it's some sort of online course or even just a digital product, there's so many things that I feel like I could come up with, especially in the fitness world, um, that I could sell through, um, through my Instagram and through my website, that I would love to hopefully roll that out by the end of the year. So that's kind of what I'm brainstorming now.
0: Fantastic. And those are great goals. And I love that you have those goals. You have those short, medium, long-term goals. And I think that's also helpful for your mindset. So you can look forward to that right on the day to day. And you know that that's possible and you can get there the same way that you made your first sales and the same way that you got a better process in order to serve your audience. Um, Any final words you want to share with us today?
1: I just want to encourage everyone to just get started. You know, you can come up with so many reasons why you're not ready. You have to start somewhere. We all did. (laughs) I did. Libby did. We all started somewhere. Just make that first step and be confident in yourself. Y'all can do it.
0: I love it. Thank you so much. And just as a reminder, I'm sure where everybody can find you on Instagram so they can let you know that they listened to today's episode and it impacted them.
1: Yes, absolutely. So my handle is Houston Nutritionist on Instagram. Y'all check me out.
0: Fantastic. Thank you for listening. The next step to continue pursuing your journey includes applying to my next group program. You can find that on my website under group coaching and apply. You can also grab my free workbook. Also listen on my website and go through the exercises so that you can get more clear with your marketing plan, which is going to help you get one step closer to creating the money and impact that you deserve.